Cornucopia Radio presents It's a city on the move It's a town with the nicest of people It's a village with love in its heart And it's a hamlet without a hope in hell Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to Budley So we all here. Mary, Tom, Daniel. Where's Daniel? Sorry I'm late, Sarge. The teacher kept us in to tidy the art stuff away. In times like this, the only art lesson you need to learn is the art of survival. The end of the world will soon be upon us. If the end of the world is scheduled on a Wednesday, do you think they'll put extra Coronation Street episodes on the Tuesday before so we don't miss out? I do a stretch and slim class on a Tuesday. So that's not really a good day for me either. Monday will be a good day. We have PE. I hate PE. Coronation Street, gym classes, PE. The apocalypse doesn't run to a schedule. It's not as easy as booking a doctor's appointment. Have you tried to book a doctor's appointment these days? You'd have more chance against the apocalypse than that Rottweiler on reception. What I'm trying to say is that if we're going to survive, maybe prevent the apocalypse, we have to be disciplined and well-trained. And you think you can train us? I mean, to be the first line of defence against them. I fought alongside some of the bravest soldiers online the world has ever seen. Online? You mean like video games? I can explain. Don't mind me. I'm just bringing you all a pot of tea and some hobnobs. Does the little one want some squash? Oh, yes, please. Mum, I'm in the middle of getting these troops ready for war. Only you're not a real military man, are you? Oh! Real Wars. I watched them all. Call of Judy. That was my favourite. <laughs> this is a joke. Look, I know they weren't real wars like World War One, Vietnam or Strictly Come Dancing, but my son won them. He might not have left his bedroom for three years, but that only shows his dedication to battle strategy. I'll never be a grandma at this rate, you know. But what about the apocalypse? We can stop them, but we must act now. They've already taken one victim. Oh, it's terrible. I used to knock about with that old woman who looks like Christopher Biggins when she was younger. And looked like a younger version of Christopher Biggins. You know, when he used to present on safari. Oh, it's so sad. Well, if we do follow you, what can we do? How can we stop them? With this secret weapon. A golf club. We can smash the blighters. Awesome, can I have a go? Careful, Daniel. This is a serious weapon. Before you are unleashed onto the world, you have to master the swing. My sister Lizzie and her husband used to be swingers. Until they got into dogs. So we master the golf club. Then what? We smash every gnome in Christendom. Uh, is that near Budley? You know, I don't like travelling far. We just need these disguises. Put these over your heads. Them's my best stockings! Don't tear them, Kevin. When do we start? We train tonight. We golf. We start tomorrow. Uh, I can't do tomorrow. I'm having my hair permed at three, and I'm not ruining it by putting stockings on my head. You could wear an eye mask like Jean Grey. Who's Jean Grey? She's one of the X-Men. <gasps> oh, no, love. I don't want everyone thinking I'm a transvestite. Stop. Look, our lives depend on these golf clubs and our ability to swing them. If you can't smash the gnomes, 
It'll be you next. If you want to be a part of this, say aye. Aye. Good. Any questions? I've got one. Go on. Can I have the pink golf club? You've got me all worried about folk thinking I'm a fella. Come on in, everybody. Tom, if you can go to the back, I like to have my fatties near the exit in case they need rolling out. Charming. Now, welcome to Body Revolution's New Year, New You. Tonight's class is Stretch and Slim. Stretch yourself slim. Everybody looks better when they've been stretched. Now, before we start, let me show you some pictures I've just printed off the internet. I went on to Google and I typed in great big fat, fat, fatty and this image came up. It's a picture of me. It's my Facebook profile. Oh, what a coincidence. Anyway, I stretched this picture of this random fatty who turned out to be our Susie. And look how good she looks. Calm down. I said she looked better. There's no need to clap. She's still fat. But not as fat. She looks almost human. Anyway, moving things on, let's start our first stretch. Keeping your legs straight, reach down and touch your toes. Feel the spine release and the blubber squeeze together. For those of you not used to seeing your feet, just look over your bellies and you'll find them there. Go on, Tom, push a little more. I'm I'm trying. When you get to the bottom, keep holding and try to relax. Well, I know everybody's thinking, how hot does Mixie look? Well, world exclusive, I'm going to tell you my beauty secrets. Just a few more minutes, keep that stretch. I know it hurts, I did it myself once. You all remember when I turned 50 last month and had all my friends to my big birthday party. I didn't get an invite. Yes, I said like friends, you know, people I like. Anyway, wasn't happy with the way I looked on the photograph, so unlike you lot who just eat and eat and eat, I did something positive about it. I had liposuction and a boob job and a facelift. Just a little bit longer, try to keep your forehead to the floor. Now, now I could have had my operation on the NHS, but unlike you lot, I didn't want to be a burden to the taxpayer. So I went to Uzbekistan and I had my operation done there privately for a very reasonable price. (laughs) Slowly up everyone, reach to the ceiling and straight back down. But that's not all. Newsflash. I've come back with a new man in my life. He's called Jacob. Spelt Jacob like the biscuits. <laughs> I bet you've all eaten a few boxes of them over Christmas. But pronounced Jacob. Yes, 23. Gorgeous. Six forts, six packs, six English phrases. Not that we speak much. <laughs> He's very physical. <laughs> and keep that stretch on. Uh, makes noises like that he does. <laughs> anyway, um, where was I? 
Oh, yes, he's very sensual, even in public. Yesterday, for example, we went to get some money from the cash point, and as I was withdrawing it, he was nibbling on my ear. He even had his finger on my finger as I entered my pin number. We two is one, Mitty, he say. Have we nearly done? Oh, my back is going into spasm here. Stop your moaning, Tom. Hang on. We have the police here. Oh, you've not been shoplifting again, have you, Susie? No, I haven't. I'm here to speak to Mrs Carmichael. Oh, that's me. Call me Mitzi. You lot can stand up. Mrs Carmichael, do you know a Jacob Rob Akuga over? Yes, he's my 23-year-old lover and it's Jacob. We have evidence that he's cleaned you out. I told him not to put those videos on YouTube. I mean, he's taken everything from your flat. It's bare. Her neighbour reported it. No. We've got no chance of catching him. Just be grateful he didn't have access to your bank card and PIN number. That's what they usually go for. What? <laughs> what was that? We two is one. Oh, you lot shut your big fat mouths. One word in the gym and I'll post your weight and measurements on the gym's website. If you'd like to come with me, Mrs Carmichael, we can fill out a report. Oh, just don't expect me to spell his surname. Come in, Kath. Take a seat and we can start on your appraisal. I hope it's not going to take all day. I'm afraid to say we need to start on a negative. We've had some complaints. Complaints? About you discussing marital problems, personal issues at work. I'm allowed to talk about what I want in the staff room. Who's been complaining? Ah, oh, I bet it's that Margaret. She's a right backstabber. It's actually the parents. Seems the children at last week's school council meeting were a bit upset. Apparently you got them to discuss whether you should ditch your husband or stay with the good-for-nothing lump. You made them vote, apparently. I should be praised for encouraging democracy in action. They're aged between five and seven. Shame on you, headmaster, trying to silence children. Remember what Whitney Houston said? I believe the children are our future. I believe it was George Benson. Typical man. A woman says the wise words and a man claims them as his own. Kath, it's not the only complaint. It isn't? Your class project on the menopause has been quite controversial. The dance of the stages of the hot flush has been particularly upsetting. And I bet it's the men who have complained. Typical. Women suffer and it's called the menopause. And the experiment? Yes. We've been testing different HRT medications on the dinner ladies. I wanted to see which one is the best. I won't be trying what Mrs Griffin had. Yes. Mrs Griffin, who was found up a lamppost last Tuesday, claiming she was Wonder Woman. Before that, she poured gravy all over the children. Would you be complaining if she was a man? This is sexism. OK, let's talk about your maths lessons. You play bingo. Yes. Good for reinforcing number skills. You're playing online bingo with the school credit card. You've spent over £3,000. You can't put a price on children's learning. I'm sorry, Kath. I have to record this as a written warning. You need to stop this behaviour or you'll be out of a job. If that's how you feel. It is. Look, is there anything positive I can put on your appraisal? I've got a good suggestion. For the school. Go on. I think we could move the school lunchtime forward half an hour. Have it 12.30 to 
Is this because studies have shown children learn better with a longer morning session and a shorter afternoon? No. So I can watch loose women while I'm having my dinner. Coming, I'm coming. Yes? What do you want? Hello. My name's Alex Wolfenbauer. I'm calling on behalf of the TV show Ancestors Unlocked. Oh, I know you. I love that show. I watch it all the time. Loved it last night. I wasn't shocked at all when you discovered Eureka Johnson was a direct descendant of the Grand Old Duke of York. Oh, really? Yes, it was obvious. They both had 10,000 men. Right. Um, I'm actually calling to see Mr and Mrs Newton Smythe. Um, we've done some research and we've uncovered some really interesting family history. Follow me. There's a Mr Wolfenbauer here from the television to see you about some discoveries he's made. If it's about that bally money, the finger's firmly fixed on the vicar. It's actually your family history. We've researched it for a TV show. Television, you say? It could really raise our profile. I mean, that of our charitable causes. Do come in. Wilson, get us some tea. Yes, Mrs Newton's man. And hurry! They think a zimmer frame and a false hip excuses them from putting in a decent day's work. So, you've discovered what exactly? First of all, Mr Newton Smythe, your great-grandfather, was Queen Victoria's third cousin. However, due to some missing paintings, he found himself cut off from the family. Royal links. I always said we belong in Ballybalmall. Good Lord. And there are others, you say? Indeed, like Richard Newton, a notorious highwayman. He made a small fortune until people discovered his secret. Secret? The truth is, he hated weapons. People soon discovered that instead of a gun, he actually used vegetables under his cloak. Um, carrots, parsnips, marrows. He was known locally as Dick Turnip. Ah, you said he amassed a fortune? Millions. We believe the treasure is most likely somewhere here in Budley, perhaps on Budley Moor. A fortune? Buried on Budley Moor? It is small, but perfectly formed. Exactly. And once we air the television show next week, every treasure hunter in the world is going to descend on Budley. You mean there's a chance someone could get our Bali treasure? Technically, the treasure will belong to whomever finds it. Tea is served. No time for that, Wilson. Mr Wilfenbauer is leaving. Follow me. Oh, well, um, hang on. I'm about to have this tea. Um, yes, yes, interesting. Now, goodbye. Right, well, um, I'll just leave my card if, if you want it, and um, the show's going to... And air next Friday. Out of interest, my wife's family. Yes, um, not as, as grand as yours, but Mrs Newton Smythe, your ancestors were the first family to be put into Budley Workhouse. Poor shows. Clearly some sort of bally mistake. Workhouse as if. Wilson, get a move on and show Mr Wolfenbauer out. Follow me. Did you hear what he said? My family were peasants. No, there's a bally fortune buried on Budley Moor. Our fortune. He's gone. Nice young man. I'll take those tea things away. Uh, leave them, Wilson. We're all off to Budley Moor to start digging for treasure. Oh, but it's dark and stormy and... 
There's that gnome. You're right, Wilson. It's not safe. You go out on your own, and we'll join you in the morning. Oh, no. Now chop chop, and put your back into the digging. We've not got long to find that bally treasure before somebody else does. I'm grateful you're taking me out on my first delivery run, Eric. Not many bosses would do that. No problem, Doug. I'm just grateful you could start so quickly. We've had to take on extra drivers at Parcel Dropper since these gnome developments. People aren't venturing out. They all want everything delivered to their door. So where are we delivering to? The Simon Cowell Council Estate. No. <laughs> you snob. It's not all that bad. No, no. I mean, I grew up on that estate. Well, you'll know the ins and outs then. Places you don't leave the van. Yeah. Audition drives full of brainless scum. And Amanda Holden Crescent has had a lot of work done to make it look good. But it's rotten from the inside. X-Factor Avenue's all right. It used to be. I mean, when the houses were first built. But they're past the sell-by date now. Nobody's that bothered anymore. Top tip. If ever you have to deliver to Louis Walsh Drive, you'll not get the van up the front. Yeah, I know. But you could get a double-decker bus up the back passage. And don't get me started on Cheryl Fernandez vasectomy cold Tweedy Close. Changes its name every two minutes. Nightmare for the sat-nav. Careful. Speed moves. The knack of your suspension, they do. Britain's Got Talent Road's a funny one. Folks seem okay, but rumour is they do strange things with dogs. I know. It's disgusting. So, you always wanted to deliver parcels? No. Up to last year, I just wanted to deal Class A drugs. My family come from a long line of drug dealers. That's how we managed to buy our house on Judge's Row. But I want to go straight. Not like my dad. What does he do? He's in prison for premeditated murder. Obsessed with my mummy is. He killed a bloke for giving her flowers on her birthday. He was a florist. A florist? Yeah, a florist. One he arranged to deliver flowers a few days before. The florist turned up an hour early, and Dad claimed that was the reason behind the simple misunderstanding slash manslaughter. But the judge was having none of it. He sounds a character. He's a nutcase. Well, at least you're on the right side of the law in this job. So you mentioned, uh, perks of the job? Yeah. A 60 quid a day might not make you a millionaire, but you'll earn more in extra services. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You're not talking about snogging them lasses up Sunita Snicket, are you? They're manky. No, it's the rich housewives. Some of them can't get enough of the extra little services we offer. Really? Young bloke like you. You're triple your wage with the extras. Sounds ideal. I'm about to do a little extra work right now. You'll be alright in the van on your own for five minutes? I know this street well. Judge's Row. I used to live here. Here she is. My sugar mummy. You are joking. I'll just wind the window down. Hello, my hunky parcel dropper. Are you anything in that sack for me? Mum? Mum? Douglas? Oh, no. Eric, my dad's going to eliminate you. He's right. You're finished. You'll be voted off the planet. You don't have to tell him. Look, look, I'll give you the van, the route, the, the money, whatever you want. Just don't tell him. We can make a deal. Don't rush me. 
I need to think. My mind's in deadlock. I'll talk to you later, Eric. Bye, Eric. I can't believe you're wearing that. Well, to make it look convincing. It worked like a dream, just like we planned. I'll get on to the boss straight away. Nothing can stop him now. Soon the Simon Cowell Council Estate will be the most evil place in Budley. Maybe even the world. <laughs> this has been Welcome to Budley. Written and directed by Mal Carrot. Starred in alphabetical order, Leslie Bruce, Richard Buck, Dylan Carrot, Mal Carrot, Tony Collins Fogarty, Stephanie Lee, Ryan Odes, Sean Morley, Renata Reynolds, Wayne Russell, Naomi Tomlinson and Jolene Wakefield. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information, visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk. 